Good morning. It is Wednesday, April the 25th, and this is my very first podcast for Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd. So what I'm going to do today, um, I'm just going to read an excerpt um, from my most recent blog post on my website, and you can find that at reallifemomsblog.wordpress.com. And my most recent blog post was actually put up yesterday, and the title of it is, I'm a weak Christian because I can't kneel at the altar, and other lies I believed. And when you go over to the website, that will be the very first blog post on the main screen, and you are just going to click on the title, and that'll take you to the full length of the actual um, writing. So I'm going to read just a little bit to give you all um, an insight on what I'm talking about. And hopefully you can get a chance to go over there today or sometime this week and and check it out. And hopefully it will bring you some type of encouragement or give you some insight on um, some things that I went through several years ago. But I also learned more about God. And so I'm going to go ahead and begin. I want to jump right into this post to spare details that would require me to rehash feelings and memories that once left me spiritually paralyzed, but I can't. These words need to be written and poured out from the aching fluid in my joints that have crippled my legs. There was a time when I claimed my spot at the altar. It was an unspoken reverence that I relished because I could safely walk forward to the front of the church. I didn't have to worry about people staring or judging or assuming. I could kneel and figuratively lay my burdens at the feet of Jesus. The altar is a sacred place. The rich history of its versatility is scattered throughout the Bible. In the church today, the altar serves as a place of prayer, a way to the pulpit, a setting for the Easter cantata, and much more. One could easily argue the functionality. However, when viewed through the lens of idolatry, the altar can bring pain. So, I'm going to go ahead and stop right there. And if you would like to um, continue, like I said, just hop over on the blog today, reallifemomsblog.wordpress.com, and you can read the rest of my story about that time. But I also learned so much more about Jesus and His grace and His love. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because... um, Again, this is just kind of a trial go with my very first podcast. So thank you guys for listening and I hope you enjoy the blog today. guys it's me again and I am getting a kick out of this new app by Anchor. Um, It's surprisingly easy to use and it interfaces with other social media platforms such as Twitter and Facebook and Spotify and Apple iTunes. So 
I would check it out if I were you. So I'm not sure how this is going to work. I'm still doing my research. So I'm just, I'm, I hope you guys are um, following along on the journey as I learn about this new podcast feature. So um, if you're following with me here, hopefully you're following me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. On my Twitter and Facebook accounts today, I have a poll up that has 18 hours left and um, there it's there are two scriptures and I'm asking which one speaks to your heart right now. And the two scriptures I'm going to go ahead and share with you here. Um, the first one is Joshua 1, 9 and it says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And the second option to vote on, (laughs) the second scripture, is in the New Testament, the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And those are the two scriptures that I have in a poll listed on Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd on Facebook and Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd on Twitter. Um, unfortunately, Instagram doesn't offer the option as far as I know. If there is an option, I've not discovered it yet. Um, I'm just getting a kick out of this podcast app today, so I apologize uh, hashtag sorry, not sorry, <laughs> because this is really fun. Um, just learning the uh, ins and outs of this. So, um, while I'm on here earlier, if you caught my very first brief podcast, um, segment, I read from my blog post on my blog site yesterday and I'm going to share with you um, another, actually, it's, it's a publication from herviewfromhome.com. You can also find them on social media. Um, and this was published yesterday, April the 24th. And it is titled, I'm Not a Perfect Homemaker, But My Husband Loves Me Anyway. And so I had written this when Miles was younger, and I had actually published this on my personal Facebook page. um, Perhaps I had published it on my blog page on Facebook. I can't remember. So I submitted this to Her View From Home um, as a microblog, and they turned it into a... um, an article on their website, which I thought was really cool. So I'm going to read some of this and it's very short. So I'm just going to go ahead and read through it. And, um, and that way you guys can hopefully, this one's kind of funny and encouraging <laughs> to, for husbands to encourage their wives <laughs> if they're a homemaker. Okay. So here we go. My husband had to be at work at 11, so he showered and shaved at some point before his departure. I went into the bathroom moments ago, 
Upon closing the door, I noticed something a bit strange. There was a hand towel hanging where normally my husband's bath towel would be. It took a second, but knowing the heart of my man, I realized what was going on here. After his shower, he dried off with a hand towel. You see, my laundry isn't always caught up. I have days I think about how desperately I need to wash laundry, but it still doesn't get done. These are the days that after the baby goes down for a nap, I take some time for myself, whatever that may be. I know as a mother, wife, and especially a homemaker, I should be a good steward of my time. I should be completing tasks that have to be done in, t- in the time that was appointed to me throughout the day. Sometimes I feel guilty for giving myself a break. Other times, the demands from life bring me to a point to where, well, the laundry just does not get done. This is where I found grace hanging on my bathroom door. This was the truest form of unspoken love, a simple action that left me awash in awe. On a daily basis, my husband encourages me in my role as a homemaker. He tells me what a great job I'm doing. I I think to myself, really? You dried off with a hand towel this morning. He compliments my appearance even when I'm rocking the mom bun and has barely had enough time to brush my teeth. He does these things with sincerity and kindness. I don't know what my husband was thinking while he attempted to get ready this morning. However, through his patience and understanding, this hand towel hanging on the back of the door was all that was needed to speak volumes to his undeserving wife. So I pray, Lord, Help me to demonstrate a love so patient and so kind, so understanding that my husband doesn't, my husband doesn't have to second guess my intentions. Help me to be a better wife, mother, and homemaker. Thank you for your patience, Father. Thank you for my husband. I love you. Amen. So again, um, if you hop on Twitter or um, Facebook and go to Real Life Moms by Laura Hurd. There's a poll, and you can vote on which two scriptures are speaking to you right now um, that touch your heart. Um, just maybe there's something in your life that you're going through, a circumstance, um, an obligation. I, I don't know. The Lord knows. But out of those two scriptures, which one would apply to your heart the most at this very moment in time? So thank you guys again for listening. It's been fun. So I will see you later.